Welcome to the Gator Tales podcast at Allegheny College, home of the Allegheny Gators, where we're talking about inquiry, learning, and scholarship. My guest today is Lottie Madiak. Lottie's a senior at Allegheny College, and she did some summer research with Professor Cadmiel. And her and Professor Cadmiel studied the effects of glucocorticoids on gene expression in cells. Glucocorticoids are a type of steroid hormone that exists naturally in human bodies, and their job is to regulate things like inflammation and energy usage. They could also be used in medical situations and be applied as treatments for various types of diseases, and that's kind of the topic that Lottie's exploring and talking about today. I hope you enjoy our conversation. My name is Lottie Madiak. I'm a senior, and I'm a biology major with a writing minor. I had to think about the senior thing for a second, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of fun being a, a, finally a senior. You, you made it to this, this final year, huh? Mm-hmm. Excited about that. So can you start us off by just talking about glucocorticoids and how they might be used in a medical situation or from an applied component? Um, so it's a class of steroids that's commonly used to treat like inflammation. Um, so they're really, really good at treating inflammation and can bring it down very quickly and very effectively. But the issue is they have a lot of side effects unrelated to inflammation that um, can be very detrimental to a patient's health and can cause a lot of bigger issues down the line. What are some of those side effects and how, how are they manifested? How do they come about? Um, in the work I was doing specifically, uh, a lot of like eye issues, um, I believe in some cases they caused cancer in the eyes, um, glaucoma, things like that. So part of your research also related with this idea of kind of gene expression. Mm-hmm. Not all of our audience has taken Bio 221 like you have. <laughs> so what's just this idea of gene expression? Fill the audience in a little bit about that process. So. Gene expression is like when a cell is dealing with something and maybe doesn't have the proteins it needs to deal with it, it'll go to its DNA or like its instruction manual and make those proteins from the DNA and it'll express those instructions or those genes and make this protein to like deal with this issue or, you know, take in a substrate or something. Um, So what we were looking at is what instructions the cell took out and used to deal with the treatments we were doing to it. So it's nothing that's like changing the DNA, it's just turning parts of it on or off to make certain proteins a right. little bit, yeah. So specifically then, how do glucocorticoids, the, the thing that you are working with, how do they affect the process of gene expression? Just like anything with a cell, they turn some genes on and turn some off. So just within my research, there some of them went up with glucocorticoid like their expression went up and some of the expressions went down and some didn't change at all and Lottie what are some of the types of treatments that you used in in your research yeah we did um, a bacteria treatment using LPS um, to kind of simulate infection so we looked at response to that as well as two different glucocorticoids we looked at dexamethasone which is a commonly prescribed uh, medical glucocorticoid and then hydrocortisone which is like the chemical equivalent of the corticoids you have in your body. 
So some of your primary findings. So you did some work over the summer. Mm -hmm. um, what were like one or two big take homes from from what you did after you treated cells with different types of the glucocorticoids, measured gene expression? What are some of the things you found? So we found that we tried to do a cell viability assay and that did not work out too well. So we didn't really get any clear findings from that. But from the gene expression, we found that we looked at maybe five genes. Um, most of them behaved as expected, so we picked the genes we did because they had been studied in other cell types with, like, relative to glucocorticoids, um, but they hadn't been looked at in retinal cells, or they hadn't, they'd been looked at with dexamethasone, but not hydrocortisone. So we were just looking to see if they behaved similarly in retinal cells as they had in other cells, and I believe for most of them they did, our project isn't really over. I was like the first phase of testing, but another student or two is going to come through and basically just replicate what I did to see if we find the same things. Do you know kind of what the, the end goals of the project are? You said that it's ongoing work. Um, do you mm -hmm. know kind of what, what the end goal, you know, multiple years later after you're gone and graduated, what are, what's the aim of the project? Like I mentioned, there's lots of negative side effects that come with their use. And if we can figure out which genes cause which side effects we can create like knockout things like so that those genes are no longer activated and you no longer get those negative side effects so my work was just contributing to figuring out what genes do what and even if we know that these five genes didn't contribute to inflammation or the other side effects we know that it's not these five that we have to worry about and then the end goal is to kind of better use it in a therapeutic component using in medical treatment and stuff like that yeah better outcomes with less side effects yeah great what are some of the challenges that you kind of faced throughout the the summer research project well i did three kind of um experiments i was thinking of them as and only one of them worked okay. really um it was hard because my project was only six weeks so the learning curve was pretty steep and by the time I got completely comfortable doing everything, I was pretty much done testing. But even so, like, it was still, it was still really awesome. Even when I got terrible data, it was like, well, I still did this, and I still have some sort of idea of what went wrong, and it was me, but, like, that's okay. So th there's an essence of, like, perseverance and learning through mistakes, kind of, that, that you're capturing, yeah. right? Yeah, the, like the first ask the MTT assay I did, which looks at like cell viability, I didn't pipette up and down. And so my crystals didn't disperse and then I got terrible data that you couldn't even read. And so the second time I did it, I did pipette up and down and it still didn't work, but I knew the second time that it wasn't my fault that something else had gone wrong. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah, it is. That's, <laughs> learning by failure is an important part of learning, right? So as a student, just thinking big picture, how did participating in research over the summer just kind of impact you as a, as a student at Allegheny? It definitely gave me more confidence in myself and my ability to like do this sort of thing because I know that I want to do it, like research for my career, but I didn't know if I would be good at it, if I would like it. I just like kind of dreamed of it. And Professor Cadmiel really just threw me in. She was like, you plan it, I'll check it if you want. You do everything, I'll check it if you want. And her doing that was a little scary, but it also, like, it made me do the work and it made me, like, feel have to feel confident in myself because if I didn't, then I wouldn't have gotten anything done. Right. 
and it's it's your project you, you have ownership of it now too. yeah <laughs> so you mentioned kind of um a little bit alluded to some of um goals and plans what are, what are some of your future goals and plans after you graduate you've got one year left at allegheny your comp and a few more classes in front of you what do you want to do afterwards i would like to go to grad school which is scary to think about I'm doing my applications now and i'd like to pursue my doctorate I've thought about maybe becoming a, a professor at some point or who knows, but I would like to work in a lab. It's a great job. <laughs> um, are you interested in pursuing kind of the, the same line of work or are you kind of going to dabble a little bit in things outside of corticosteroid related mm -hmm. research? I actually, I don't even know because my comp is actually not at all about, it's about dictostelium development, which is a complete 180 from retinal cells. And what's dictostelium? It's a, a slime mold or an amoeba that lives in the soil and is studied uh, basically for its like differentiation uh, pathways. So how has doing a summer research project on medical treatment and use of corticosteroids in cell lines enhanced or um, improved your ability to think about research in general and, and pursue a topic that has nothing to do with that summer research? I think it all comes back to the confidence and the perseverance because I didn't know anything about corticosteroids before I went for the summer and I did a whole project on it and I just I feel so much more confident in my ability to like sit down learn a topic and then do research on it so it's it's mostly that I'm sure there are lots of things at a base level that translate that I just can't think of now but for me it's a, a lot of the confidence and a lot of the knowing my project is gonna fail at a lot of points and I just have to figure out why it failed and try again. Our curriculum has worked. This is great to hear. <laughs> Lottie, thanks a bunch for sitting down and talking with me today. Of course, thank you for having me. Lottie's research project and a lot of the work that we do at Allegheny is made possible from the generous gifts of many of the donors. And Lottie's particular project was funded through the Sincela Fund for Student Faculty Research. I'd like to thank Dr. Robert and Mrs. Pat Petruni Sincela, the donors of this particular fund. Hope you had a really enjoyable time listening to Lottie and I today, and I'll catch up with you next time. Bye.